Welcome to Quarantine in Quarantine, written and produced by Practical Fantasists. Season 2, Episode 6. How to Not Drown in Sorrow, or Sink or Swim. All right, Tuzan, if Dayu and Precious don't turn up by nightfall, I'm going to go out and search for them myself. Is that wise, my lord? It has been a very long day, and there's still work to do here in the castle. I've called in all your imaginary vegetable loans, but we're still short a significant quantity of cheese if we want to feed all the people of East. Thank goodness they brought their fish with them. If the princess is absent for too long, people might think she's drowned. Or worse, abandon them! Although, maybe it's acceptable if they blame her absence on Precious. Yes, inviting the people of East to stay while they find a new home was very generous, sir. Um, how exactly do you intend to fit a city's worth of people into this castle? No idea. But I'm sure they'll all squeeze in uncomfortably enough. Tell them to infest my best beds at their leisure. The twenty best guest bedrooms are already filled. Though the 21st seems to contain a nest of ghost mice, so no one really has been willing to stay in it yet. Are you sure that's not just one of Precious's squeaking dragon toys? I keep finding them everywhere. I haven't had the chance to investigate, sir. Oh, and Elwan says he should be done the new wing by nightfall. New wing? He's building a series of chambers between the screaming passages and the whistling gallery. I suppose with those acoustics, we should probably reserve it for the snores and the insomniacs. Dayu's musicians have taken over the spare room next to the treasury. Uh, is that far enough away for them to practice their looting? Musicians? Oh no, I don't think I'll be able to sleep with those bandits under my roof. Surely they'd be more comfortable in the forest. Don't worry, Bellador's keeping them distracted. A lot of people are asking for massages now. Also, messages? Ah! ah, it sounds like another message is arriving now. I regret to say Elewan's statue of you was shattered by that latest arrow. What? Is that precious? Lord Corantin, I have unfortunate news about your rooftop shrubbery. Princess Dayu, <sighs> I must say it's a relief to see you back on firm ground. Welcome to my castle. It occasionally catches fire, it's filled with ghosts, and it's built over an entrance to the underworld. But I hope you'll find it comfortable. Thank you. My entire city just sank. If your castle's not underwater, I'm sure it will be fine. We shall endeavor to keep the moat outside. I'm sorry for the delay, but I needed to search for my bard. The last I saw of him, he was in the citadel, composing a song about a dragon in a flagon. Oh dear, that does sound dire. Knowing him, he was probably still singing and looting as the city fell. Tuzan, has anyone seen the royal bard of Ys? Um... Tuzan, my scribe, has been assigning everyone rooms. Tuzan, it is a pleasure. Likewise, your highness, but unfortunately I have no record of any bard here, apart from the bandits. Oh dear, I hope he and Brother Brannock are safe. Has anyone seen my hired curse-breaker? Brother Brannock? So that's what he was doing in Ys? No one's seen him either, I'm afraid. Oh dear, the thought of the two of them together lost upon the sea. Well, the last time Brannock was in peril on the sea, he miraculously saved my ship, so I wouldn't worry about him. He's also generally 
good at making sure people don't die around him. Not for long, anyway. He'll turn up, and as soon as he does, I can berate him for abandoning me. Of course, but perhaps in the meantime you would care to show the princess around? You're right. There is always the 21st bedroom. Princess Dayu, please feel free to explore my castle and grounds while you're here. Though, I know this isn't what you had in mind when you said you wanted to see the world. Speaking of seeing the world, what brought you to the shores of my city? I never got the chance to ask. I was answering your letter, the one from Tinderbox. The one that set my heart aflame. That service is well named, indeed. But I never signed up for Tinderbox. What forgery is this? Isn't this your royal seal? That's my seal, but that's not my handwriting. That's... Oh, Lord. Haven't you been reading any of my letters? No, no, I swear of all the underhanded, dastardly, presumptuous... Oh! Not you, I mean that conniving bard. The one you were so worried about? Yes. I do hope he made it to shore, because I'm going to kill him. Thanks, Sybil. That should keep us warm till morning. Chartier, is anything besides the dragon not completely waterlogged? Not that I... Oh, God! Not the loot! Not the loot! No, Sybil, no! Oh, God. I don't need your help drawing it out. Here, we were worried about the second wave being a problem, but it was the fourth and fifth ones that swamped the boat. Good thing we weren't far from shore. Don't fret, Brother Brannock. Once this loot's back in action, I can pay our way with song. Well, if we find anyone who will listen. And who can give us food, because right now we have none. Do you even know where we are? We might as well be at the ends of the earth. Yes, to judge by the shape of the cliffs, we're in Finisterre. This is another disaster. I have to get back to Dayut. Will you help me get the doll? I have a match to finish arranging, whatever the cost to my own heart. Why do you want to go to Dole? Oh no. Is Corentin the lord you set up with Dayu? That's why he was sailing around East. Of course! Who else could be such a wonderful match? His beauty is dazzling enough, but his spirit, talent, wit, energy. Uh, and if I fail, my astonishing selflessness will have been for nothing. Your astonishing selflessness has brought them this far. Why not just let matters take their course? You saw how matters taking their own course went very recently. Do you really want me to leave things in the hands of fate? Good point. But truly, you can spare yourself the heartbreak. It doesn't matter. I can write a song about it later. If only you'd arrived earlier. Then perhaps you could have miraculously let Lord Quarantan see me in a different light. You know that's not how miracles work. When it comes to love, we've all got to fend for ourselves. Easy for you to say. I'm speaking of wooing a lord while you're already married to our lord. I suppose that should make me an expert in long-distance relationships. What should I do? I don't know. I'm probably the last person you should ask. I've been in over my head since this began, and I failed at the one job Nolan sent me to do on my own. Now I'm actually at the ends of the earth, and I've got a bard and a dragon to protect, and God knows I'll probably fail at that too. Mm-hmm. I meant about love. Oh. Right. Sorry. Chartier... You know I think you're absolutely wonderful. And unusually understanding when it comes to handing over your loots. Oh, why do I get the feeling you're preparing me for a nasty shock? Because there's a strange apparition behind you. Don't turn around. You'll startle it. 
but it's reaching for your loot. Don't, don't worry. We can handle it. I think. <laughs> I think not. Well, maybe we can't. But be warned, we have a fire-breathing dragon. Hello, sweet dragon. My, how small you are. She may be small, but you don't want to be around when she starts breathing fire. Come on, Sybil, back into my sleeve, where you'll be safe. Fire? I cannot be killed with fire. Nor steel, nor water, nor stone. I am the Bugal Nas, the Night Shepherd, the creature of shadows. This is my cavern into which you have trespassed, and the penalty is... Death? It's death, isn't it? Eventually, yes. But first, all who lay eyes on me suffer a thousand mortal terrors, or more. I have your loot now, and if you turn to face me, Bard, it will be the last thing you do. Alas, that there is only one of me. Tuzan, how is it that I've gone from having no lovers at all to possibly having too many? Is there such a thing as too many lovers, my lord? You never used to say so. You're right, but that was when I had no lovers. And you're still available on Tinderbox. Good point. Tuzan, take this down. Dear Bellador, more pressing duties have befallen me than courtship, and now there is a possibility of courting in person, though that really isn't the priority right now. Or is it? I don't know. Maybe it would solve all of our problems if I proposed marriage. And a merging of our realms. Realm. Though I still can't tell whether she cares for me. She's so formal and serious in person. I assume you don't want me to include that last part? What? Of course not. Just tell her to take down my profile, insolent scribe. And what are you going to write to the anonymously eloquent bard? I don't know yet. How should I write to someone so far below my station? But with such a poetic style and letters that pierce me to the soul. But so far below my station. You've been writing to him for months. Do you really need advice on what to write to him now? He was writing on behalf of someone else. That would be like Princess Dayu writing to you, of all people. And who's to say she never has? Besides, I've written countless letters on your behalf, sir. That was the reason you hired me to be your scribe in the first place. No, it was because you were the only applicant. Enough of this. I must sequester myself in the library and think of loving phrases, which I'm never going to come up with if I stay here. Only applicant? Huh, I am a seething fount of loving phrases. Princess Dayu, what are you doing in my library? Oh, I was just... I believe I have something of yours. Is it my heart? Oh, wait, those are his letters, aren't they? Yes, thank you for sharing them with me. They're filled with such strains of tender passion I can almost hear his voice. Yes, so can I. So it truly was my bard who brought you to Ys. I thought it was fate. Perhaps it was fate, working through a bard and some bandits. And an angry lifeboat. All right, maybe it's less fate than the workings of a minor demon. And it was his words that won you over. The bards, I mean, not a demon's. Yes. Along with perhaps his illuminations of me. 
Will it make it better or worse if I say they were stunning? And accurate? No. Oh. No, no, I, I mean, they didn't nearly do you justice. Though, I think, not for lack of trying, he's a bard, not an artist. Oh, well, granted, they're not so much drawn as drawn and quartered, but he's an excellent bard, even if I'm still far from forgiving him for this. I'm sure you'll think of some extremely pithy insults for him by the time he arrives. I could tell him he's barred from my presence. But it seems he's instrumental to your happiness. I fear so. Don't mistake me, Corentin. The survival of my people gives me peace of mind. Yet after all my efforts to protect my city, I fear I will be remembered as its bane, a worse ruler even than the legendary Dayu the Drastic. Who was... The one who sank the first city of East. Hang on. East has fallen before? Accident-prone sort of place, isn't it? It was not exactly an accident. During one particularly exuberant party, Dayu's suitor dared her to open the gates that held back the sea, and she did. Well, you're definitely doing better than her. People say she became a mermaid, but we say she found the spell to raise the land again. This time she didn't bother with sea gates, but cursed the island so that it would only stand as long as there was a Dayu there to keep the place afloat as its queen. But if the ruler is the queen, how come you're called princess? My dear mother, the queen, ran off to Greece as soon as I was old enough to rule. She always said the sand was whiter on the other side of the sea. She left to go and lounge on a beach? How completely irresponsible and definitely something I would never do anymore. I should probably let her know her demand is now at the bottom of the ocean. She writes often praising the wine in the olive groves. That's why she's known as Dayu the Devil May Care. A colorful epithet. Do you ever wonder what yours will be like? Corentin the Twelfth, he who loved with no bounds. Preferably that, rather than Corentin the Loveless or Lovelorn. I imagine mine shall be Dayu the Doomed, given how things have just gone. Or, perhaps, Dayu the Dignified Despite Disaster. I can only hope the bards do not forget that I loved my city. Perhaps too much. Oh, I definitely know about loving too much. Love won't bring back my city, though, and neither will magic. I refuse to raise another cursed land. So where will the people of East live now? Well, I can't pretend to know what the future will bring, but for now, perhaps they can be happy here. Can you please retune your strings? Please. Or better yet, hand over the loop so that I can retune it, since I can't even look your way. Or, or maybe I should just turn around and get the earthly terrors over with? <gasps> you wouldn't dare! Um, as someone who's already been looking at you, do you mind specifying what's going to happen to me? Only, nothing seems to be happening yet. How are you not perishing of a thousand nameless fears? Everyone who looks upon me dies horribly of the sight. I don't know, but you haven't tried to kill us yet. Maybe my standards for what constitutes a crisis have gotten higher. This is incredible. I can hardly believe it. Indeed, I can hardly decide what to do with you. We can flee if you'd prefer. Though, really, we'd rather not have to struggle along through the wilds of Finisterre all night. If it's all the same to you. Hmm. I do hate to send travelers to their doom. 
fine. You can stay. What about me? Do I have to stare at the wall all night long? Yes. Unless you choose to observe me at your peril. Well, whatever perils you're talking about, they can't be worse than what we've just been through. And what I'm likely to endure. If we don't perish first... Bold words for a man who has yet to lay eyes on me. Bold words are my business as a bard. But I can be more bold than even my words can convey. Oh, that's really wonderful, but you might want to take it slowly. No offense to either of you. See? I can do it. Just a little more. Just opening my... Opening my eyes. Ah! He grows pale. He wavers. It is true, all who look upon me suffer death. What? I'm not dead, just mildly startled. Just sit down for a minute. You'll be fine. Maybe the terrors are just a bit delayed? Nope. I I, I think we're still fine. Maybe our terrors are a lot delayed? Or prolonged, given that we're going to die eventually. And the longer we live, the more earthly torments we'll have to suffer. Given how today has gone so far, I'm more likely to die of hunger, fatigue, sorrow, and unrequited love than fear. Yes, and let's not forget exposure. Good God, what happened out there? Too much to say. But here, hand me the loot, will you? In a land that was lost long ago, lived a lady, a raven, a princess, both noble and wise, whose voice set to dancing the waves on the wide sea with grace of the dawn in her radiant eyes. There once was a lord who loved this fair maiden, for her he crossed seas, he strained every sail, his locks were just gold, with sunlight were laden, his heart was unyielding and would never fail. They met as the waters swept over her city, and far across oceans together were unborn. To which shore they were carried, none know, nor can tell me, nor silence alone, I am bound but to mourn. <laughs> that was beautiful. This lady you sing of. She couldn't possibly be the raven-haired princess of a now-lost land, which you may or may not have just escaped. No? And the locks more rich than gold. They wouldn't happen to be on the head of a certain lord with a penchant for tight hose and impractical shoes. Simply poetic phrasing. Though we do know where the two of them have ended up. Probably. Maybe that's beside the point. So I'm in love with Diute? Why did no one tell me? I didn't know until now. I must go to her. And him! Wait! You were ready to sacrifice your feelings for the sake of Dayu and Corentin before. What are you going to tell them now? I don't know, but I cannot live another moment without seeing her. And if she marries Corentin? Or doesn't return your feelings? Then I shall die of love. That's a terrible plan. I have a better idea. Come with me to bring Sybil to the Dragon Sanctuary. It's got to be better than dying of love. And besides, it's too dangerous to travel alone. Which is why you should come with me. You could leave me to the mercy of every otherworldly horror between here and Dahl, or you could come spend a few days at Castle Quarantan, doing whatever you do in your idle hours while I get my heart broken. Offer me comfort and make your way to the Dragon Sanctuary. I suppose you are slightly less likely to die of horrors, or a broken heart, if I'm there. 
probably I'm doomed, but I couldn't possibly live not knowing whether I might have given up my chance at happiness, and I'd rather not die before finding out. Or you could ask me to accompany you. I am the Night Shepherd, after all. Though if you are bound for different places, I can only protect one of you. Great. If you don't both accompany me, I shall go alone. So, either we all go safely to Corentan's castle, or one of us at least shall perish, and that'll probably be me, whether it's because of unrequited love or because I was abandoned by my friends, that will be on your heads. Well, I really can't argue with that logic. Good. I'm sure they'll be very pleased to see us. Lord Carante. I propose that we merge our lands, and thus also ourselves, in holy matrimony. For after all you have done for my people, I can offer you no greater gesture of gratitude. No, gratitude is too clearly not love. I can offer you no greater gesture of solidarity. Of what I would give for a bard. Princess Dayu! Ah! Princess Dayu, are you all right? You sound like you're suffering a thousand earthly terrors. I am! But what are you looking at? Oh, hells, bells, what a sight! Yes! I feared I was only dreaming, but he really is here. My bard approaches, he's alive. Perhaps all joy has not fled the world after all. I can't believe it! Chartier was your royal bard? Good God, he was the one writing your songs. I should have known. You know him? I mean, before you knew him by Tinderbox? Oh, is that ballad he wrote about the Lord's tragic hair actually about you? Wait, that was about me? Oh, look, there's someone else with him. I'd recognize those sleeves anywhere. Didn't I say he'd turn up? I'm so happy I could sing. But maybe I'll leave that to Chartier. Come, let's open the gate. I think we should have a few words with the royal Baron of East and Brannock. Lord Corentin. Good to see you, Charche. My door is never barred to you. It's handsome to see you looking so... I mean, it's uh, it's great to see how great you look. And yourself, you're looking. I, I mean, you look very well. Thank you. I, I mean, forgive me. It's been a long couple of days. Believe me, I know. Corentin! Oh, thank God. We made it. And it only took us... How many days? And you, Brother Braddock, what makes you think you can disappear for months on end with no word apart from a note on the back of an illumination, and then turn up out of the blue? It hasn't always been easy to get letters delivered, and anyway- Oh no, tell me that isn't enough- Oh god, it is. Turn my castle into a dragon sanctuary, why don't you? Oh yes, this is Sybil, but I'm sure that won't be necessary. Not until there are more dragons, in any case. Charge! My dear Bard, you can have no idea what joy this brings me. I would have been here a full minute sooner were it not for that nonsensical double-spiral staircase. Your Highness, it is, it brings me, uh, that is to say, oh God, how am I lost for words? I'm never lost for words. Believe me, I know. Uh, please forgive our delay. The first there was an encounter with the Bugle Nas, and then there was a haunted ruin, a laughing wraith, and a will-o'-the-wisp. That so-called shortcut wasn't as short as some people would have it. Don't look at me. It was that peasant who told us to go left at the fork. At least we had a guide most of the way, until we reached the nearest village. Well, the Bugle Nas didn't want to accidentally kill anyone. 
Besides, we found our way here eventually. Those are adventures worthy of songs! In fact, I'm sure I've heard some of them in songs already. What? Other balladeers have stolen our stories? How dare they? <laughs> I've missed your playing so much. And your occasional artistic exaggeration. And I have missed... No, no, I must not say it. I came only to wish you well, and ensure that you were safe. We're as fine as we can be under the circumstances. Well, considerably better now. Indeed. Princess Dayu, I'm sorry to have failed to break your curse. You did all you could, and you protected my bard. But in any case, the curse is definitely broken now. If not in the way either of us would have chosen. Come on, we'll squeeze the two of you into whatever space we have left. And you, Sybil. We won't be any trouble, my lord. N never fear. Oh, if you only knew how impossible a promise that is. Thank you for listening to Quarantine in Quarantine, featuring David Lone as Quarantine, Aaron Scothorn as Tizan, Precious and Sybil, Rachel Crawley as Princess Dayu, Karen Roy Burquist as Brannock, James Din as Chartier, and Melissa Ralph as the Bugle Noz. The episode was written by Aaron Scothorn and Karen Murray Burquist, and the music was written and performed by Sophie Rosnock and James Din, with lyrics by Karen Murray Burquist. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Quarantine in Quarantine, or support us by donating to our coffee page through the link in the show notes. Your donations are what allow the show to keep going. Please like, subscribe, leave a review, and share the love. If you require a guide through the wilds of Bretagne, the best way to find the Bugonaz is by wandering aimlessly through the darkness. Unfortunately, this is also the best way to fall down a hole. <laughs>